0: Let's call this episode Warren Buffett Gives Awful Advice to Individual Investors. I'll get to that in a minute, but first, is your retirement investing plan on track? If so, you'll be able to answer these five key questions, and I'll bet you can't do it. I'm Brian Ellis, and I'll give you those questions and reveal Warren Buffett's awful advice right now in episode number 59.
1: Welcome, my friends. Did you know that there are more than
0: 40 million self-directed investors in America? That's right, 40 million. That's defined as people who, regardless of how much professional opinion they receive, these people ultimately make their own investment decisions based on their own value systems and their own interests. That's a lot of people making their own investment decisions. And according to a study from research firm Sellant, the number continues to grow. As a listener to this show, you're a self-directed investor already, or at least you're considering becoming one. And my friends, one of the biggest mistakes I see being made by self-directed investors is simply this, fundamentally poor decision-making as a result of having no standards or no clear objectives. For the sake of this episode, I'm going to make the assumption that your investment purpose is to fund your retirement. If your investment objective is different than retirement, just substitute whatever your goal is. So here are the five questions to which you should know the answer without hesitation. 1. What will it cost you each year to have the lifestyle you want during retirement? 2. How much money will you need to have saved by the time you reach retirement? 3. How much do you have saved right now? 4. How much additional savings will you make each year? And 5. What annual rate of return is required to meet your retirement goals? Do you know the answers to all five of those questions? Do you know the answer to even one of them? In my experience, anyone who has genuine clarity about the answers to those five questions, well, that person is on a very good course and is bound for success in retirement. But the truth is, not many people know the answers to those questions. A simple guideline is this. If you have $100,000 now, and you add another five grand per year, and you get a steady rate of return of 8% for 15 years— you will accumulate just shy of half a million dollars. No, half a million dollars won't do the trick in your retirement, but this is a simple guide to help you understand how one reaches that particular milestone. But notice something, my friends. The topic of how you'll get that rate of return isn't in that list of five core questions. So let's talk about that right now. How will you do it? If you ask a financial advisor, the advice is likely to be invest in a good mutual fund that mirrors the S&P 500. And that does sound like reasonable advice, doesn't it? In fact, that advice is so ubiquitous that famed super investor Warren Buffett recently said that he thinks that a portfolio should be allocated 10% to government bonds and 90% to the S&P 500. If Warren Buffett said it, it's got to be right, right? Here's the thing, my friends. If you'd taken that advice 15 years ago, your real compounded annual rate of return would be below 2.44%. Factor in typical expense ratios, and it drops to around 2%. I'm sure you'll recall our example before. You invest $100,000 now, plus five grand a year at 8%, and 15 years later, you have just about half a million dollars. But if those returns drop to 2% instead of 8, as it does using the actual results of the S&P 500, you actually lose more than half of your return, down to just a bit over $200,000. That's what you get by following the conventional wisdom that your financial advisor will recommend. But it gets worse. That return of 2%, that's the prize or the punishment, if we're honest. But only if you're able to stick with that plan, even when the market is falling with no end in sight. Do you think you can do that? Ask yourself this question honestly. If you invested in the S&P 500 would you be able to stick to the plan if there was a massive sell-off and your portfolio was to get cut in half in a short period of time? Well, guess what? That's not theory. It's happened twice in the past 15 years, once starting in 2000 and another time in 2007. Respectfully, I submit that in that circumstance, you'd do what most investors do. Near the bottom of the decline, you'd finally reach the point of having had enough and you'd liquidate, which locks in your losses then when the market starts to scream upwards again, you would probably give it 12 to 24 months just to avoid being hasty. And as a result, you'd miss most of the growth in the market. And that dismal 2% rate of return probably just got cut in half as a result. Or you may have even turned it into a loss. That's what happened for many, many real people just like you in the last 15 years. You see, It's not just the return over a long period of time that matters. It's also the day-to-day and year-to-year volatility. And the S&P 500 and most stock market indices are simply a powder keg of volatility, even under the best of circumstances. So, my friends, we have to conclude this. The most common advice from Wall Street for retail investors like you simply won't generate a very good return. It's pretty awful, in fact. And that's why, for the sake of your finances now and your future financial legacy, You must evaluate your investment decisions using my simple three-pronged standard. Simple, safe, strong. If you can't give a solid explanation of your investment to your spouse or your children or your parents or anyone else in 30 seconds or less, it's not simple. Remember this. Complexity is the enemy of investors. And it must be safe. The only way to make something truly safe is to have a backup plan, a plan B, if you will which kicks in in the event that your core strategy fails. The best way to do this is in the form of collateral. In other words, if you invest X dollars, then you should receive collateral worth at least X dollars, and preferably even more. That's how your money is made safe. But simplicity and safety don't matter if your returns are weak. That's why your investments must be strong, too, yielding rates of return that will make it possible to achieve your goals and your dreams. Remember question number five. What annual rate of return is necessary to meet your goals? You now know that one bit of conventional wisdom to invest in the S&P 500 will not only fail to meet your goals, but may hinder you from getting there. What's a better alternative? Tune in to this show tomorrow and I'll tell you. Get ready, my friends, because this one yields up to 12% fixed interest with substantial collateral and absolute simplicity. In the meantime, my friends, remember, invest wisely today, live well forever.